Well, good evening to uh, each of you. If you please take your Bibles with me and we'll turn to the Old Testament book of Psalms and Psalm 27. Psalm 27 tonight. We'll be looking at the whole Psalm tonight. Psalm 27. And I just want to begin by saying I'm thankful tonight for the opportunity to speak with you all. And I trust that the Lord would speak to us and speak to our hearts tonight. And I'm expecting to hear from the Lord. And I hope that you tonight are expecting to hear from the Lord. Psalm 27, beginning in verse number 1. And we'll read the whole chapter tonight. Psalm 27 and verse 1. The Word of God says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock, and now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted, unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And we know the Lord truly would add his blessing to the reading of his word. Would you bow with me in a word of prayer? Let's ask the Lord to truly meet with us tonight as we look at his word together. Let us pray. Father in heaven, Lord God, we do, we do just come before thee now at this very moment, Lord. And Father, we quiet our hearts before thee. Lord, we put aside at this time all the busyness of this day and the busyness of this week and all that is yet to come. And Lord, for this very short moment, we do just pray. Lord, please, I pray that you would speak to us. Father, as we come to thy word, thy holy word that is quick, powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, we pray tonight, Lord, please, that you would use it to speak to us. Father, we pray that we would hear from no man, but we would hear from thy son, the Lord Jesus. Please, Lord, make it very clear to us. 
And Father, we pray that we would be spoken to very specifically tonight, Lord. Thou knowest our hearts, Thou knowest our lives, and Thou knowest everything that we're going through at this moment. And Father, I pray that Thy words would bring forth much comfort, Lord. And Lord, I pray that Thy words would challenge us tonight. Lord, let us leave not just challenged, but Lord, I pray that we would leave changed people. Father, for truly because we have met with Thee. So do help us tonight, we pray. Let Jesus be glorified and exalted, we pray. We ask in Christ Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. I want to bring your attention to that last verse that we find there in Psalm 27. I'll read it again. The Bible says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Tonight I'd like to speak on that theme of waiting on the Lord. Waiting upon God. In fact, throughout Scripture we see a very clear command that has been given to God's people to wait on the Lord. I'd like to just read a few verses here for the sake of context. But the Bible tells us in the book of Hosea 12 and verse number 6, you don't have to turn there, but it says, Therefore turn thou to thy God, keep mercy and judgment, and wait on thy God continually. We understand by looking at this passage here that waiting on God isn't just something that is done once in the Christian life, but we understand that as a Christian, as a believer, as God's child, we wait on God continually. In fact, there must be a continuation in our life where we wait upon Him. When we hear from Him, and then as we do what He's commanded us, we see that as a believer, we wait upon the Lord again. The Bible says here in verse 6, Therefore turn thou to thy God. In order to wait upon God, we must be turned to Him. I wonder tonight, do we find ourselves very busy with all the things that are going on in life, or are we turned to Him? Are we facing the Lord? Are we seeking His face? So oftentimes, there are only certain moments in our life where we do turn to Him. It's a Wednesday evening service. Well, I better turn to God tonight. It's a Sunday evening service or Sunday morning service. I better turn to God tonight. But in fact, we must see that we should be continually turning to the Lord. Back in the book of Psalms, we find Psalm 25. Just a few Psalms from where we were reading. Psalm 25 and verse 5, the Word of God says, Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation, on thee do I wait all the day. The Bible also teaches us here that as we wait upon the Lord, the Bible says, lead me in thy truth. That as we wait upon God, we must be led of him. And in order to be led of God, we must be listening to him. We must be listening to his voice. The Bible says, lead me in thy truth. And the only truth that we have in this world that we live is the word of God itself. I wonder tonight, are you waiting upon the Lord? Are you listening to His voice? Continue reading in the book of Psalms, in Psalm number 33. The Word of God says in verse 20, Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. 
I'm thankful for that verse. It says, our soul waiteth for the Lord. As we wait for the Lord and as we turn to Him and hear His voice, we understand that our God is our help and our shield. He's there to defend us. He's there to help us in our life through day to day. And oftentimes we go through such a difficulty in life because simply we're not willing to wait for the Lord. Oftentimes we say, God, where are you? I need thy help. But often we're not willing to wait for the Lord to be our help and our shield. And lastly, Psalm 37 and verse number 7. Sorry for keep making you turn to different passages. But Psalm 37 and verse 7, it says, How excellent, sorry, the wrong, that's Psalm 36. Psalm 37 and verse number 7, the Word of God says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. The Bible says to rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. As we think of that word of waiting, that is not something that is natural to man. That isn't something that naturally that we like to do. In fact, waiting is often one of the most difficult things in our life. If you were to tell somebody that you need to wait for something, they become very impatient. Very impatient. And oftentimes, in fact, we live in a generation today where everything needs to be now. And we want everything to be done as quick as possible. You find today that people are looking for the fastest way to do something. What is the fastest way that I can build a house? What is the fastest way that I can cook a meal that I want to do? I've seen now you find how people can cook meals in 15 minutes. How fast can you do something? How quick can it be done? Waiting is not natural in man. We want everything to be done right away. But the Bible says, in fact, God commands us as Christians to wait on the Lord. It's not a pleasant thing. But in fact, God causes us to wait and the reason why God causes us to wait is because during our waiting, the Lord does a work of growing in our lives. I want you to think of that. As we wait, God works. God works in our lives. And you may be thinking tonight, well, how is that possible? In the moments maybe when I'm still and not really doing much, how is it that God is able to do a work in me? But it is very possible. In fact, looking back in our text in Psalm 27, we understand in that verse number 14 that it is very possible that God is able to do a great work in your life as you wait upon Him. The Word of God says in verse 14, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He shall strengthen thine heart. We'll come back to that here in just a moment. But I want to just share an illustration with you, and I hope that this helps us uh, understand tonight about waiting but I remember as I was a young child one day, I hope my parents aren't listening to this, but as I was a young child one day and I, I was uh, left at home with my brother, I was very young at that time, and my parents said that they were just going for a very short time out, and I, I thought to myself, it will be okay, they just said a very short time, and I remember it began to get very dark outside, and I was a little bit afraid, and all of a sudden the rain came pouring down and hitting off the window and very, very vehemently. And then all of a sudden I heard a big crash of thunder 
and lightning. There was a storm outside and I was so scared I didn't know what to do. I remember sitting down in front of the television just crying my eyes out. And I looked over, my brother sat next to me and he was crying his eyes out as well. So I really didn't know what to do. And I was afraid, I was worried, I, I didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden the phone rang. And I remember the, the telephone rang and I, I picked up the phone and it was my auntie. And she said, she heard me crying over the phone and she said, is everything okay? And I said that I don't know where my parents are, they've gone out and they said they're coming back. So she said, I'll call them right away. So she called my parents and then she called back and she said, they're just on their way back right now. And I remember as I heard that, I, was, I, I began to feel a peace about me. A peace came upon me and I, I, felt, I, I felt a little bit more happy and I knew that they were coming back. But that waiting was difficult. But the moment I realized and knew that my parents were coming back, then all of a sudden I began to be a bit more hopeful. And I began to be a bit more encouraged in my life. And I want to encourage you tonight. The reason why I share that illustration with you is that as we wait and as we know who we wait upon, we can be encouraged and we can be hopeful tonight. The Bible says very clearly in our text, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. And as we wait tonight, I want to encourage you that we don't just wait on any person. We're not waiting on a circumstance or the right situation or the right time or the right person. But in fact, tonight I encourage you that we wait upon the Lord. And if there's any hope that that brings is that we know that God will never fail us. There is hope tonight because God is the one who will never leave us nor forsake us. He's promised that in His Word. And as we wait, we wait upon Him. As I sat down on the sofa at home crying my eyes out. I realized I was waiting on my parents. They were there for me. They were the ones I knew they wouldn't let me down. I knew they were coming back. And what hope that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. One day he's coming back. There is hope. Maybe tonight you're going through a very difficult time. Maybe you're struggling and you're finding things very hard. You don't know how you're going to get through life. But the Bible says, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. In fact, we're commanded to wait. And tonight I've written down three S's in how we wait for the Lord. The first one I've written down is, is be sober. Be sober. As we wait for God, we must wait in a state of sobriety. And what I mean by that is that we wait and we quiet our hearts. So oftentimes we're so panicked. And so uh, concerned about all the things that are going wrong. And I wonder if you've ever dealt with somebody before who was very stressed and very panicked and didn't really know what to do. And the only time that you can help somebody is the very moment that they've calmed down. It's the very moment that they begin to stop panicking and begin to stop worrying and then you're able to help them. And then you're able to speak truth to them. And then you're able to get through to them. Otherwise, when somebody is panicking and, and worried and so stressful, sometimes it's very difficult to say anything to them. And as we wait upon the Lord, we must wait in a state of sobriety to quiet our hearts. Oftentimes, we're so worried about all the problems that we don't quiet our hearts before God. And we must do that. As we wait upon the Lord, we must quiet our hearts before Him. 
But not only should we be sober, but also to be silent. To be silent. Sometimes we have it all figured out in our head. I'm going to do this, and this is my plan of attack, and this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to do it. But when was the last time you were just silent and said, Lord, not my will, but thine be done. Lord, not what I want to do, but Lord, what will you have me to do, Lord? To be silent before him. In order to hear from God, we must be willing to be silent. It's very, very easy to be silent outwardly, but inwardly to have so much going on. You see people all the time and often they may not say much, but you don't realize what's going on inside of somebody's mind. But to be silent before the Lord in order to allow Him to speak to us tonight. Are we willing to be silent, to hear from God? We read a moment ago in, in the book of Psalms of how to be led in truth. And in order to be led in truth and to be led in God's Word, we must be willing to hear and listen to what God has to say. I can't help but think of Martha and Mary. And Martha was cumbered about with much serving. But Mary was willing to sit at the feet of Jesus. She was willing to listen to what God had to say. She knew there was work to be done. She knew that there was a lot to be done. But she was willing to sit down at the feet of Jesus and willing to hear for what he had to say. To wait upon the Lord, we must be silent. And then something tonight as well, another S, which may be completely contrary to the word wait but the third s i put down is to be serving look with me in that passage there psalm 27 and verse 14 the bible says wait on the lord wait on the lord i i i like the the way in which the psalmist the psalm of david has written this verse and very carefully by the inspiration of God, the words have been chosen here. But we see, wait on the Lord. It doesn't say wait for the Lord, although yes, we should wait for the Lord. But it says wait on the Lord. And I can't help but think of one who is waiting upon a table. Have you ever been to a restaurant before and you have a waiter? And the responsibility of a waiter is to serve. And they're standing there and they're watching until they know that something needs to be done. They usually stand like this and have a tea towel over their arm. And as they stand there, they look and if the glass is empty, they'll come over and they'll pour a drink into the glass. If they see that you've finished with your meal, they will come and they'll take the plate away. We find that not only is there a time of being silent, but also to be serving as we wait upon the Lord. Oftentimes people say, I'm sorry, but I, I can't go out and evangelize today because I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm sorry, but I, I'd love to help in the Sunday school, but I, I just can't right now. I'm waiting on the Lord. Or I would really love to, you know, help with the homeless outreach that you do every Friday, but I just can't because I'm waiting on the Lord. That's not what the Lord says when he says wait on the Lord. But he's saying as we wait upon him to serve him. Wait to hear his next command. The Lord has very clearly said in his word to go ye into all the world and to preach the gospel to every creature. He's very clearly spoken the command 
for those who are believers. It's not a nice thing to do. It's not just a nice thing to do, but it is a clear command given to every believer. Wait on the Lord. Be serving. Be serving. Not only do we find the position of how we ought to be waiting, but here, secondly, we see the condition. The condition of how we should wait. You say, well, you know, I'm there when it's time to serve the Lord. I'm there for the Sunday school evangelism. I make sure that I'm there. But it's not enough to just be there. It's not enough to just say, every meeting I'll be there. When you're singing a hymn, I'll open the hymn book and I'll sing it. It's not enough to just be there. The Lord says this, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Be of good courage. How is your waiting upon the Lord? Do you wait upon the Lord but are very agitated and very upset? God, why haven't you done this right now? Oh God, I wish you had done this a couple weeks ago or a couple years ago. Why, why are you taking so long? That's not being of good courage. That's not being of good courage. We've been called, in fact, the Bible says here, wait on the Lord, be of good courage. So often, many believers are saying, well, I'm willing to wait, but they're very ill-hearted about it. I'm willing to wait upon the Lord, but only because he said so. Only because, you know, well, the preacher said, I've got to wait, so I'm going to wait. Something maybe you're praying about very specifically, and you're wishing it was done right now, but I wonder tonight, are you willing to wait on the Lord and be of good courage? Oftentimes in our waiting, we can become very discouraged. I've been praying for years and years that this loved one would be saved. I've been praying for years and years that my friend would just believe. And you become discouraged. And you think, why is nothing happening? Why is there nothing changing? In fact, things are getting worse. God, do you even hear me? Often at times we're like that. But the Bible says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage. You see, God's timing is perfect. And we must believe that. We must believe that God's timing is perfect. He never fails. He never does anything too late. Oftentimes we want to jump ahead of Him. But His timing is perfect. Be of good courage. Hope. Thou in God. Psalm 62 and verse number 5. Another psalm that talks a lot about waiting upon the Lord. Psalm 62 and verse 5. It says, My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. Don't wait upon circumstances. Don't wait upon, well, when is the right time? Wait thou upon the Lord. My expectation is from Him, is of Him. Is your expectation of the Lord tonight? The condition of the believer is to wait in good courage. A preacher once said this about times of life when you go through discouragement and go through difficulties 
He said oftentimes it's very helpful to ask yourself these three questions. The first one is, how do I feel? How do I feel about the situation? Maybe there's something going on in your life right now and it's very challenging. And it makes you feel very upset. It makes you feel very angry. It makes you feel very agitated. And the second question he says, well, what do you think? What do you think about that situation? Well, you know, I think I want to do this and I, I want to do that. Maybe it's to a particular person. And the third question to ask is, what do you know? You see, what do you know to be true? Oftentimes we base what we do upon how we feel. Or we base what we do upon what we think. But we must base what we do upon what we know. And I wonder tonight, do you know the Word of God? Do you allow that to be the very thing that leads you in your life? Led in truth. Led in thy truth. Be of good courage. Don't worry about what everybody else is saying. Don't worry about the news. It will tell you that this world is very messed up. And the truth is it is. But the Bible says, be of good courage. Hope thou in God. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And finally, my last point tonight. The believer's hope and reward. You see, as we wait upon God, I said earlier, that as we wait upon Him, He causes us to grow. As we wait on the Lord, He causes us to grow in Him. The Bible says this in verse number 14, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He shall. I love those three words, and He shall. Such certainty that is given in God's Word. Such authority. It is the Word of God, and He speaks with such authority tonight. He says, and He shall. It will take place. It will happen. Nothing is going to change it. No man can alter it. And he says this, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Praise God for that. That as we wait on the Lord, for, for whatever it may be, he says that he will strengthen thine heart. You see, as we wait upon the Lord, he causes us to grow. And as he does that, he strengthens our heart. And that is something that we need in this world today. Maybe you know what it means to have your heart broken. Maybe you know what it means to have your heart crushed. And I don't just mean in terms of a relationship that never went the way that you wanted it to go. You know what it means to feel broken hearted. But I'm thankful the Lord said that He is near to those that are broken hearted. It says... He will and He shall strengthen thine heart. He shall strengthen thine heart. I believe as it talks about the strengthening of thy heart, this is dealing with what we believe to be true of God. What we believe to be true of God. Thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And it's to do with what we believe to be true about God. And the more we wait upon the Lord, 
The more we wait upon him, the more that we are of good courage, then he will strengthen thine heart. The more you will believe that God will never fail you. The more you wait upon God, the more you will believe of his sovereignty, that he is in control of all things at all times. The more you wait upon God, the more you would believe about his ability and what he's able to do. And the more you wait upon God, he will strengthen your heart and the more you believe of his love towards you. Maybe you struggle tonight to know if God really loves you. Maybe you're here tonight and you say, I don't really know if God loves me. If you wait upon the Lord, be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. He will confirm it to you. He will make it known through his word. He will lead you in his truth. The more we wait upon God, the more we understand of his wonderful attributes. I wonder tonight, are you willing to wait upon God? We can be very impatient, so impatient at times. But we must be willing to wait on the Lord and he will strengthen thine heart. Going back to that illustration I shared with you earlier, as I was waiting there for my parents to come home, when I found out they were coming back, well, you know what that did for me? The next time I was able to wait a little bit longer because I knew that they were coming back. And the next time it happened and they left me, I was able to wait a little bit longer because they proved themselves to me that they were going to come back. Maybe it was instead of one hour, it was two. And instead of two hours, now it was three. I was able to wait longer. Why? Because my hope had been strengthened. I knew they were coming back. And did you know, the more that you wait upon God, the more He will strengthen thine heart. Maybe tonight you realize that your heart is a little weak. Wait upon the Lord. Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen thine heart. And I love the, the way that David has written this. Wait, I say, on the Lord. With such boldness. And a reminder of who we wait upon. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Who do we wait upon? We wait upon the Lord. I wonder tonight, are you willing to wait upon the Lord? Whatever it might be. Maybe it's something that you've been praying for for a very long time. Don't give up. Don't give up praying. Seek the Lord. Wait upon Him. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait upon the Lord. Let us pray. Father in heaven, Lord God, we do, we do thank thee for the wonderful truth that you've given us tonight, Lord, to wait truly upon thee. And Lord, that you've promised us that as we wait upon thee, that you will strengthen our hearts. Lord, we thank thee that thou hast given us all that we need, Lord. Lord, we are not lacking if we have thee, and we thank thee for that. So, Lord, we do pray tonight if we feel as if we've gone adrift or we've gone afar from thee. Lord, I do pray, Lord, bring us closer to thee, Lord, please. And, Lord, strengthen our hearts, Lord. We do pray if we've gone weary and well-doing, please, Lord, strengthen our hearts. Lord, I pray tonight for the one who is struggling, Lord, I pray, strengthen their heart, Lord, tonight. Please help us, we pray. We ask in Christ Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen.